Welcome to Don't IEP Alone, the only podcast dedicated to helping parents navigate the IEP process and hosted by a special education advocate. Your host has been attending IEP meetings for over a decade and has helped thousands of parents go from an IEP rookie to an IEP all-star. Be prepared to learn tips that will be a total game changer for you as a parent advocate and most importantly, your child's outcomes. Partnered with the award-winning Lock a Day in Our Shoes, you'll be confident, knowledgeable, and actually looking forward to your next IEP meeting. Don't IEP alone. Get ready. Here's your host, from suburban Philadelphia, Lisa Leitner. Hello, everyone. Good morning, and welcome back. It's Lisa. It's Wednesday morning, and I'm back. Um, I'm back, and I'm excited about two of the reasons why I'm back, which I'm going to share with you in a moment. Hopefully, you had a great summer. We did. And hopefully a day in our shoes.com and the Facebook group and old podcast episodes and so on um, gave you the IEP information you needed while I was gone. I'm going to get into that in a minute as to why I'm gone. First reason was, of course, my kids were home. Even though Kevin has quite a lengthy ESY program, Brian was still here and it's just too difficult with kids and dogs and you know, family first, as they say, and we had a lot of fun, fun adventures this summer, and I just couldn't really get to the blog. They are both back at school as of this morning, and I'm always excited for Kevin to go back because he genuinely loves school. He runs out to the bus when it comes, and, and just exciting for him. He likes it. The other reason that I'm excited to be back blogging and creating podcast episodes is because I can. Um, I'll try to tell you a little bit of a brief story. Oh, wait, first there's a schedule change. For heading into fall, I'm going to upload podcasts for Tuesday and Thursday at 6 a.m. instead of Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I am going to be working a part-time job this fall, plus I have clients and so on and so on. And three is just too many to do. So I'm going to do two, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Going forward, you can pretty much expect episodes Tuesdays and Thursdays throughout the school year. Of course, when there's no uh, holidays and things. I, I likely won't put new ones out. Christmas week, Thanksgiving week, things like that. Maybe spring break. I don't know. But Tuesdays and Thursdays going forward. As always, pretty much any any information you would need would be on adayinourshoes.com. I'm adding new content all the time, but chances are your question is answered there if you need it. So that's what we're going to be doing going forward. But the other reason that I'm excited to be back is just because health-wise, I can be back. I had a little bit of a health crisis this summer, and... I've struggled with anxiety my whole life. I didn't know I had anxiety or even that there was such a condition called anxiety disorder um, until I was an adult. But when I read the signs and symptoms and behaviors in children and things like that, I've had it my whole life. My anxiety got worse this spring and then I started to develop this extremely painful coccyx pain or tailbone pain. 
And if you know anything about anatomy, your coccyx is basically what you sit on. It didn't hurt when I walked. It didn't hurt. I could run. I could ride a bike. I could, well, no, I couldn't really ride a bike. I don't ride bikes. I don't even know why I said that. I don't even own a bike. Um, I could walk. I could run. I could do everything except sit. And it was just crazy because it hurt and it hurt a lot. So my anxiety gets worse. I go to my general practitioner because she prescribes my anti-anxiety meds. And I go to her and while I'm, while I'm getting more of those or a different one, you know, I tell her about this back pain. She's like, eh, I don't really know much about that. She writes me a referral for the orthopedist and sends me there. So I go there. <clears throat> he prescribed, I had been taking Advil. That was about it. He prescribes uh, a med. He takes an x-ray, doesn't see anything, prescribes me some kind of like arthritis medication. It's just another anti-inflammatory. It's in the same family as Advil, basically. Pre- prescribes that, and it's not really doing anything. I call the office, and I'm like, eh, it's not really doing anything. Can I take it morning and evening? They say Yes. He also prescribes physical therapy. I'm also doing the whole, you know, Dr. Google thing and looking up tailbone pain, coccyx pain, inflamed coccyx, which apparently is not that uncommon. But I'm looking it up online. I'm like ordering all these expensive seat cushions. I'm taking my medicine religiously. I'm doing whatever I can. And it still is extremely, extremely painful for me to sit down. Driving was a nightmare. Um, I mean, just sitting was a nightmare. I'm standing at my countertop to eat dinner. I ordered this like adaptive thing to turn my desk into a stand-up desk because I just couldn't sit. And I'm like, after a certain point, I was ignoring the blog and the podcast for so long that I'm like, you know, what am I going to do? I can't sit, but I can't just keep ignoring, ignoring this stuff. So I ordered this thing that turns my desk into a stand-up desk. I ended up returning that because it was just a piece of junk and I was afraid my laptop was going to fall on the floor. Um, I'm doing the exercises. I'm doing whatever I can. And meanwhile, the pain's just getting worse. So I go back to the orthopedist and I'm like, look, you know, we doubled it. We doubled the medication. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. It's still not going away. He says, all right, let me give you, um, I can give you a shot of steroids at the site of the pain, and that will reduce inflammation and decrease pain. He also said that in the shot was this like Novocaine type substance, which would immediately relieve relieve the pain, um, but that would wear off. The other stuff would last for anywhere from three to eight weeks. I'm like, okay, I got to try this. You know, I was, I was just this miserable. I was canceling family and social events. I had been canceling out on work commitments and volunteer commitments because I either couldn't handle the pain of driving there or it was an event where I knew I'd be sitting the whole time and I couldn't do that. Um, you can even ask Blake, I went to an event with her and we're sitting in this auditorium with well-cushioned seats and I'm like practically sitting on my side. I look ridiculous, but it hurt that much. I couldn't sit on my butt. And it was embarrassing to be like, well, I have butt pain. Um, I mean, maybe I'm just immature, childish. I don't know, but it just didn't, 
I just didn't feel comfortable saying like, oh, my butt hurts. I can't sit down because my butt hurts too much. So other than like my immediate family, no one really knew what I was dealing with. My son is asking me, you know, why do you go to bed so early, mom? Like, why don't you stay up with me? Because I'm going to bed every night between six and seven. Because at that point, my pain was so bad that I couldn't even sit on the couch. It hurt too much to sit on the couch. So I would just go to bed and watch TV there where I could lay down. Um, so I go back to the orthopedist. I tell him, look, I'm doing everything you told me to do. And there's no pain. There's still pain. He says, I'm going to give you a shot. He gives me a shot, which by the way, if you've ever done these, they're awful. They hurt like hell. Instantly, I feel relief. And he's like, that's great because um, that means that we got the injection in the right place that this Novocaine type substance would relieve the pain immediately. And that tells you that, you know, that they, they got the right location. That Friday afternoon that I got that shot was like the best Friday afternoon I had had all summer. I hadn't realized until the pain went away, I hadn't realized how much I had been suffering and how much I had just gotten used to it. When that that afternoon, I just felt lighter. I felt brighter. Felt like a weight had been lifted. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this, this is awesome. I mean, this just hurt so much more than I had realized. Well, that was short-lived. And by dinner time, the pain was back. And by the next day, it was back worse than it had ever been before. So I had a great Friday afternoon. And this was just a couple of weeks ago. It was in August. Uh, I had a great Friday afternoon. Saturday and Sunday were like the worst weekend of my life. Um, the pain was just excruciating. I couldn't sit. And I know it sounds crazy to be like, oh, well, you know, don't sit then. Stand up. And and I know that they say sitting is the new smoking and you're supposed to be more active and, and do less sitting. I get that and I, I aim for that as a lifestyle. But when you actually can't sit down – you, it's, it's just weird because you can't, you can't sit. And it's just a weird feeling in that like I'm trying to assist my son with breakfast because he still needs assistance with feeding and I'm standing next to him. It's just, it's just weird. So that whole weekend I'm just like standing. I, it just makes you very restless. It makes you tired, more tired. Um, cause you just don't get a break. You have to stand. Monday I call the office. I'm like, look, it worked on Friday afternoon, but the weekend was the worst weekend I ever had. So he says, I can't, their office says, this is, this is beyond him. He wants to send you to the Penn Pain Center. And I go to Penn Medicine for everything. So they want to send me to the Penn Pain Center, which only has two locations, of course, not out here in the burbs, like everything else. I had to go into Center City. Um, you know, I have to arrange childcare for Kevin and like all this stuff, which is just not always so easy to do. But that lets you know that I was really struggling with this. Because if if I go through all that, because a lot of times like I'm supposed to do something and if it requires me to find someone to watch Kevin and someone to do this, then I'm like, oh, screw it. I'll just forget it. So I go to the Penn Pain Center. He prescribes me more meds. And he says, um, I want to do another shot, but I want to do this one guided by x-ray to make sure that we get it in the right spot. Um, and then if that doesn't work, what they're honestly we're talking about is they can go in and they surgically 
remove the coccyx, right? They just, if the bone hurts, they go in and they take it out, which I'm like, okay, that seems a little extreme. But I was honestly considering it because I just, that's how miserable I had become. I leave that office. I have all these plans to do the next shot. And um, that was also on a weekend. And all while this is going on, spring and summer, I'm just completely racking my brain thinking, you know, what is different? What is so different about my life? What have I changed? What could possibly have have caused this? I'm just evaluating every aspect of my life and I can't figure it out because we're, we're creatures of habit here. Um, not much changes with us. Anyway, one day that weekend, it dawns on me that it was the spring when I started using a weighted blanket for my anxiety. And I'm like, ah, that's gotta, that could be it. I look at my credit card statements and I got the weighted blanket three weeks before I saw the orthopedist. So that means within three weeks of getting that weighted blanket, I was already in so much pain that um, I wanted to see an orthopedist. I stopped using it, and within two days, the pain was gone. It really was. It was, it's, it's insane. And then it kind of dawned on me that the reason my pain would get worse when my anxiety would get worse is because when my anxiety would get worse, I would make sure that I slept with the weighted blanket. So if I was having a bad couple of days with anxiety, I would make sure that every single night I slept with the weighted blanket because supposedly it's supposed to help anxiety, right? So anyway, I stopped using it. Within two days, the pain was gone and I haven't looked back since. Um, I'm not taking the medication anymore. I can sit. You know, yesterday I had to drive into the city again, which is another kind of lengthy drive and you get stuck in traffic and it didn't bother me at all. Um, I mean, I don't know what else to say other than that's what it had to be. And I was really going to go in and do another shot of steroids, which are not good for you long term. Um, they're very much a temporary solution and there is a long-term, um, long-term consequences and that they're not good for you long-term. And I was, you know, I mean, it was really considering getting bones removed, um, because they hurt that much. So I'm no longer using mine. I do not have Kevin using his because he's nonverbal. He would never be able to tell me if his back hurt or anything similar, um, if it was causing him any pain or discomfort other than pushing it off, I wouldn't know that he was in pain and he pushes all his blankets off at night. So I, you know, I wouldn't necessarily think that was out of the ordinary. So we're not using them. I understand how it could feel good if you're a sensory seeker and you need that sensory input. I can understand how it would help people. For me, looking back, um, it didn't help my anxiety and it certainly didn't help me get better sleep because you're more aware of when, when you roll over, you, you know that you're rolling over, like you're just more aware of it and it wakes me up more. It's not like rolling over with light blankets. Um, 
you have to kind of adjust them sometimes. Mine was less than 10% of my body weight. Um, 10% is about the recommendation, but mine was maybe eight or 9%. Um, and that's it. That's my story. So just a word of caution. I've since Googled this issue and it does come up sometimes that people get back pain that they feel is related to weighted blankets. Um, I, you know, I don't know. I sent a note to my orthopedist because we have this thing online where we can communicate with the office. I did send them a note saying, hey, I figured it out and, um, you know, haven't had pain in days because of this and I haven't heard back. Um, but that's my story. So just telling you that and that's why and that's why see there's a weird noise coming from the corner of my desk um but that's why I haven't been doing podcasts and blog posts I just couldn't sit down so now I can yay now I can get on my fat butt again and good news was I did lose weight because I was never sitting um and the meds upset my stomach so much I never felt like eating so I Definitely expect an imminent weight gain this autumn. But anyway, I hope your summer was better than mine. I hope to see you around a lot this fall. Don't forget to check out adayinourshoes.com. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to tell your friends. Have a great day. Thanks for listening to the Don't IEP Alone podcast. No parent should have to IEP alone. And with a day in our shoes, you don't have to. For more IEP assistance and letter templates, visit adayinourshoes.com. For ongoing assistance and support, follow our Facebook page and group.
Wait.